Support for the morning newscast comes from the Homer Foundation, a local community foundation serving the southern Kenai Peninsula. Through the Homer Foundation, your gift into a permanent endowment can strengthen our community for years to come. Let the Homer Foundation help you build your giving legacy through an end-of-life bequest. A bequest gift is easy to establish and creates an enduring commitment to what you care about. Call the Homer Foundation at 235-0551 or visit the website at www.homerfoundation.org. You are listening to KBBI Homer AM 890 and K201 AO Seward 88.1 FM. Today is Friday, March 10th. I'm Simon Lopez with this morning's news. As the Kenai Peninsula Borough School District faces a large deficit for the next fiscal year, the school board is considering cuts to pools and theaters. As KDLL's Rally Board reports, the community showed up this week to protest those cutbacks. Chambers Monday night as parents, teachers, and community members turned out to protest proposed cuts to theaters and swimming pools in the school district. The district is facing a $13 million budget deficit for the next fiscal year. Using leftover federal COVID-19 funds and savings, The district still needs to make up about $4.4 million and has been in talks for several weeks about how to find those funds before finalizing the budget in April. Finance Director Liz Hayes presented a series of budget balancing options at a February 21st Finance Committee meeting, including cutting theater tech staff at the high schools in Homer, Seward, Kenai, and Soldotna, and closing pools at schools across the district. The theater tech cuts would save the district more than $600,000. It would also save almost $700,000 from cutting pool managers. And the district says it would no longer be safe to keep the pools open without the managers. If we're not going to be funded appropriately, is it our job to fund pools for the community? Uh, Because our job is public education for elementary and high school students and middle school students. And so that might be somebody else's job. That's school board member Jason Torianin. At a finance committee meeting and work session Monday afternoon, board members reviewed the proposed cuts and agreed to submit that budget for approval. Later that night, in the standing room only chambers, a mix of theater students and swimmers turned out to push back against the proposed cuts. Several students were moved to tears as they recounted the role theater or swimming played in their lives. Soldatna High School student Jaylee Webster was one of more than a dozen students who spoke. And hearing that our theater texts can be cut, it just hurts me. The theater acts as a place for kids who are maybe outcasts or they need to find people with similar interests to become friends. Asia Gross said she's been swimming since she was two and a half years old and currently swims for Kenai Central High School. Even though you're looking at a black line in the pool, as soon as your head comes up, it's conversation for 15 seconds and then swim again. And that's just the joy of swimming is you have that opportunity to have community, but also have sports. One parent who advocated against the cuts was Leslie Jacoby, mother of 2020 Olympic swimmer and Seward High School graduate Lydia Jacoby. She started a petition last week encouraging the district not to close the pools, 
which currently has more than 4,000 signatures. At the meeting, she thanked the district for the ways it had helped her daughter achieve her goals in swimming, and warned about the impact to future students if the pools closed. Close our pools would be to abandon the core mission for which KPBSD is funded. Swimming is a life skill essential for public safety, public health, and mental health. Sarah Erfurth, a teacher who directs the school plays at Soldatna High School, spoke about how critical theater techs are to creative programming, assemblies, and other events. She also referenced the value of theater to many of her students. Theater teaches self-expression and collaboration. It makes students excited to come to school. For some, it gives them a purpose. It literally can change lives. You know these things. And yet time and time again, theater and its resources are sacrificed on the altar of an Excel spreadsheet. Districts across the state are struggling with their budgets as state education funding falls behind inflation. Kenai District Board members say they hope to get funding from the Alaska Legislature, at which point they would bring the cut programs back in. Board President Debbie Carey says the current list of cuts is designed to impact the classroom as little as possible. So I think that the final hope is that we will not have to implement these cuts. But these are the cuts that were furthest from the classroom. The district is also closely watching bills in Juneau that would increase the base student allocation. In June, after the legislative session, the board will revisit the budget and add back items as possible. In Soldatna, I'm Riley Board. In other news, the West Coast's halibut season opens today. That includes the entire commercial fishery in Alaska, from southeast to the Bering Sea. As KMXT's Kirsten Dobroth reports, this year's catch limits are down from last year. Catch limits for Pacific halibut are about 10% lower than last year across all user groups, including commercial and recreational fishermen. Altogether, they're allowed to catch nearly 37 million pounds of halibut overall, which is about 4 million pounds less than last year. Kurt Iverson is a fishery management specialist with NOAA Fisheries. He says that doesn't tell the whole story. It wasn't a drop in catch limits for all areas. There were significant drops in individual areas as well. The stock assessment showed different rates of declines across the fishery, but the lower 48 actually saw higher numbers than last year and no cuts to its catch limits. Alaska's fishery, however, saw cuts across the board. The International Pacific Halibut Commission sets catch limits and completes the yearly stock assessment in cooperation with the U.S. and Canada. The fishery includes California, Oregon, and Washington, British Columbia in Canada, and waters along Alaska's coastline from southeast out the Aleutian Chain plus the Pribilof Islands. Harvest limits for the central Gulf of Alaska, which is the largest fishing area by volume, are about 17 percent lower than last year. Iverson says biologists and fishery managers had a number of concerns going into this year, starting with the fisheries performance last year. The catch per unit of effort was, it was the lowest historic performance we've seen. Catch per unit effort, which is one indicator of how much halibut there is to catch, was down 15 percent last year. Iverson says that's partly because the fishery is mostly relying on stocks of fish from two strong halibut years, 2012 and 2005. Now those fish from 2005, they're, they're 17 years old right now, and they're aging out. They're aging out. There are fewer and fewer of them every year. And the year classes between 2012 and 2005 were 
relatively small. Iverson says biologists and managers don't have a crystal ball, but as older fish age out of the fishery, most are looking cautiously at the years ahead. Halibut season runs from March 10th through early December. In Kodiak, I'm Kirsten Dobrath. And that's it for this morning's news. Today is Friday, March 10th. And you are listening to KBBI Homer AM 890 and K201 AO Seward 88.1 FM. 